<laughs> We've started. Okay. Uh, that way you're not surprised God. by it. But you still were kind of. But I, I was because I, I wasn't. Exp- I just put my headphones on. And, and they I were, wasn't. They're always turned up too loud. Too. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting you to go, we started. We started. <laughs> Uh, you're taking a picture right now, or are you starting the Facebook Live? Where are we going to do, like, uh, is Periscope still a thing? No. God, I heard no. someone say Periscope. Does Twitter have a live video element? Uh, Twitter does have a live video element. Okay. I think they bought Periscope, and they integrated, like, the features of that well, just into Twitter live yeah, video. Yeah, I thought Periscope was always Twitter's thing, but they just killed the Paris- per- Periscope name. They probably did. I, d- I just heard yeah. someone say I Periscoped it the other day, and I was like, oh, I could have sworn that shut down. Yeah, like hey, Vine. check me out on MySpace. Yeah, yeah, like Vine and Periscope also. Yeah. Like I, they, I don't I don't think Periscope is still a thing. Right, yeah. but there is a live video element on Twitter. Is yeah. that where we are going to... Um, I don't think I'm going to go live okay. because it'll oh, be... Oh, you're going to video it. Yeah, right, I'll right, just right. video it and uh, tweet it out Like once this episode comes out. Yeah. Because uh, if we do it, it, people will see the video a week in advance. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll have the episode spoiled for them. Exactly. Because they'll hear it twice. Uh, so I'm trying to think of how we want to do this then. I guess I'll just start recording now. Right. Okay. Well, the the video's recording. Say hi. Hi. Whoa. This is going to be weird if people are listening to this and watching the video at the same time. And also, I don't know how long of a video we can record on Twitter. And put up on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, that's a good so, point. So you know what? I'm going to stop this Got it. now. <laughs> Well, let's, <laughs> since the show has started, let's say welcome to No Hugging, No yeah, Learning. It's the show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy. And I'm Ted Hollowell. And we're talking about a drink that we saw Elaine making in an episode called The Dog. The Dog. It's season two, episode four, and Elaine <laughs> is, is making this in Jerry's apartment. Uh, milk. And then she puts the chocolate syrup in, and they argue about whether you put the chocolate syrup in first or second. Elaine is the second person. Jerry's the first person. And then she squirts actual seltzer in the uh, glasses that she's making, and it's chocolate milk with seltzer in it. And we discovered that it's called an egg cream yeah. and is big up in New York. I guess it's a, something Jewish immigrants did, invented. Did you ever figure out, like, uh, portions? Like, is it equal parts seltzer to milk? No, I wouldn't think so. I think okay. it's like a normal chocolate milk with a little bit of seltzer water. I don't know about a like probably a good amount. Maybe like maybe a couple three like, to one milk to seltzer. Ooh, okay. Or but, like one third seltzer, two thirds milk. Okay, but you know what I did forget? What's that? Spoons okay. to stir it. To stir, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. Keep, keep the mics warm. I will. I'm not even going to stop. That's how fast Ted is. That wasn't okay. even one second. That was I, not even one second. I'm running through the hallways with a spoon. <laughs> At least it's not a knife. Or scissors. Yeah. So, okay, do we just want to, I don't know, make these, I yeah. guess? Okay. Here, do you want to, like, record oh, okay. us making them and then we'll try them, Yep. I guess? Okay, so we're going to... We're going to go very, like, black tapesy. It's going to sound kind of <laughs> distancy for a second. Just shouting off mic at the recorder that's five feet away. All right, now All right. So we got milk. Mm-hmm. You said like two thirds? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's there? my, yeah. Okay. I want a lot of bubbles, you know? You I want, want a lot of bubbles. Yeah. I want to really taste the seltzer. You know, I want, I want it okay, to we'll really be effervescent. About there? Yeah. All right. We'll do some, do some chalky syrup. Mm-hmm. All right, so let, let me know. Up. Let me know if you think this is chocolatey enough. Okay. All right, you think that's good? Oh yeah. That okay. Looks great. Opening the seltzer water. Ooh. 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 Look at Ooh. This is gonna be really <laughs> gross, isn't it? I, it I, yeah, watery milk just doesn't sound good. Ugh, watery milk. 
I probably put too much milk in mine, I think. Oh, oh God. Give it a nice head. Do we need to bring back my barf bucket like we did with the Chuckles? <laughs> probably, probably. I'm trying to make mine bubble. I might Once I take a couple sips, I might, might uh, add right. more seltzer. Cheers. All right, here we go. Boom. I'm just getting a lot of chocolatey milk. I do get a little bit of the, um, what's that taste like? Oh, my God. It's um like bubbly yoo yeah, I'm getting That's a little it. bit. I'm not getting a lot of bubbles. All I get is a little bit of that uh, alkaline <laughs> taste, kind of. That it's not that, bad. It's yeah. not nearly as gross as I thought it was going to be. I'm gonna put more seltzer in mine. Yeah, go for it. Should we just make it all seltzer water until it is just really until gross? It's just seltzer water until it's like just chocolate seltzer. Oh, oh God. there we go. Look yeah. At that. I oh, now I that. see some bubbly. Probably yeah. try that a little bit too. Oh, now it's definitely a lot more soda-like. Yeah. 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 I'd say if you're going to make these, don't go, maybe don't, you don't have to go half and half, but. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, it's not bad. I wouldn't drink this, like, no. in place of chocolate milk. Mm-mm. I mean, ugh, it's definitely making me burp a lot. Yeah, we're going to be burpy and phlegmy this whole Yay! time. Like, this is going to be our best episode no, ever. <laughs> nothing like starting Jeez. a podcast with a couple of dairy yeah. and also a lot of bubbles. <laughs> um <laughs> That's what you want to do. Um, um, uh, get a lot of mouth so sounds. I'm, a lot of mouth uh, sounds. Uh, ah, uh. Uh, yeah. I mean, the egg. Cr- I can see the appeal of it because it is like it's like a soda, you know. And and what kid doesn't like soda? I yeah. guess. Oh, okay. I'm done drinking that. Okay. I might even finish mine. You might drink it. Yeah. Okay. I might. I might sip on it. I mean, we've got. Water I want to be on here. the video. You, oh. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, the video was just me because you're pointing it at yeah, me. Yeah, that's it? fine though. All right. <laughs> Alright, video's done? Yeah, video's all done. Right. I don't know if we'll be able to post it all because it's like three and a half minutes, but you know, we'll see. I think you can do longer videos all on right. Twitter. Can I'm going to seltzer mine up a little bit more. Okay. I'm leaving mine as is because I will burp the entire <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. Like, so Kramer, <laughs> we've got fizzy lifting drink in here. Oh, God. Uh, now I've got a nice, like, I've got a nice frothy, I mean, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stir mine again. Ooh. See if I can get like a nice frothy head going, you know? Ooh. No, I can't. <laughs> I didn't do what I thought it would do. I mean, I get a l- look at that though. I get a little bit ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I've now burped directly mm. into the microphone, and I've cleared my phlegm directly into the microphone. So yeah, I think this is going to be our best episode yeah. ever. Now it's definitely too watery, though. I will say. Yeah, but it's still very creamy. Do you want, do you want like a little bit more milk? There's nah, milk here. It's fine. All right. <laughs> if anything, it needs more chocolate now, but I, I don't need any more chocolate because I probably won't finish mine either. So <laughs> let me let me get a, some regular, uh, as they call it, still water. Ooh. If you're in a nice restaurant, Ted, you know that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of phlegm going right now. Yeah. Maybe we should, uh, <sighs> should we like <laughs> wait five minutes or something before we keep the rest of the episode going? Maybe we should. Okay. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with no hugging, no learning. With this message from Loot Crate. <laughs> <laughs> And stamps.com. And stamps.com. Go to stamps.com slash WTF. No, 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 no free rides. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is, everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. And we're back. <laughs> 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 thank you, thank you to those gracious sponsors. Yeah, yeah, really appreciate uh, you know <laughs> you uh, taking to listen to the show and taking a shot, taking a chance on us. Uh, so before we get to the episode, do we have any? Did we have any homework besides this from last week? Uh, the only thing was I said that I was going to try and look up uh, the Five Chinese Brothers, yeah. which was uh, the kids' book that 
uh, Detective Lieutenant Bookman mentioned outside of, I think it was The Cat in the Hat and The Five Chinese Brothers. Yes. I had obviously heard of The Cat in the Hat. Who hasn't heard right. of The Cat in the Hat? But I'd never heard of The Five Chinese Brothers. And it's one of my favorite books when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Really? Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. So I looked it up, and it was just, um, it, there's an audiobook available to stream, I guess. Yeah. But it's, the description is just five brothers who all look alike outwit the townspeople who condemned one of them to death. Which doesn't sound like, A, a kid's book, B, like a book that would be talked about much in 2018. Kids used to be a lot tougher, oh, you know? Okay, okay, mi- mi- Mr. Mr. Hey. 37-year-old. Yeah, well, you're the one who needed walkie-talkies and E.T. instead of machine guns, you know? It's like, that's your generation, Ted. Those stuff are made. Like, we were tough. We our, our kids were like... Look at the Goonies. They were they ran away from their parents. They actually had adventures. <laughs> they were chased after by criminals, and and uh, you know you had um, uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf digging in the desert somewhere. I don't even know what that's about. <laughs> okay, do, you do not talk bad about holes. Okay? I've never seen it. You do not talk bad about I holes. Know, I know. <laughs> but uh, you know it's it's it is a good book. They do out with the, the townspeople, and um, yeah, and, and I I like it. But you, I had no idea how old it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, Originally published in 1938, yeah, yeah. which would make it uh, 90? No, 80? 80 years old. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that was it for our homework. Okay. Um, and yeah, if you want to see that video of us, uh, <laughs> what I thought would be us choking down these egg creams, but they're, they're not that bad. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It, I wouldn't I, mind a professional egg cream yeah. to see how amazing it is one day, because this was... We're going to have to go to Coney Island. Yep. We're going to have to take No Hugging, No Learning on the road to Coney Island yep. and get a professional egg cream, which sounds dirty. Field trip. Yeah. Yes. Professional <laughs> egg cream. Yeah. <laughs> At a massage parlor. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I... I I think that's only an eerie thing, that you can go to a massage parlor. Well, happy endings are a joke everywhere. Well, yes, but I think eerie's the only, the only place, place that where they, it's, it's an actual I think thing. It's where it's legal, yeah, <laughs> apparently, or, or it's not shut down should, anyway. Should we say legal, or should we say gray area? Well, it's probably a gray area. It probably <laughs> is. You know, it's. It, we were just talking over the weekend about loose constructionism and strict constructionism. Yeah. Because those are the intelligent conversations that Ted and I normally have <laughs> when we're not uh, podcasting about Seinfeld. Um, but so, yeah, I think that there's a very loose constructionism regarding the, you know, uh, sex crimes uh, statutes of the city of Erie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was it for homework. And the only thing for news that I wanted to point out was... Uh, Seinfeldisms underscore on uh-huh. Instagram is an incredible follow. Oh, really? Like they posted uh, the exterior of Jerry's building, which I didn't know is in Los Angeles. Right, right, right. No- nowhere in New York. Yeah. But I, I just thought that was really cool. And then they also posted that they have a band that is a uh, hardcore grindcore band yeah. called, fittingly enough, Grindfeld. Of course. And I, I'm not going to play any of the music here <laughs> yeah, yeah. because I listened to, what, about a minute of one of the songs. And I, I like uh, hardcore music. Uh-huh. I cannot decipher any no. specific Seinfeld references. Yeah. Maybe if I listen to it a couple of times and, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, they're talking about that. But all of the songs on their EP relate to episodes I haven't seen yes, yet. Yes, the contest is one. Yeah, there's the contest, the soup Nazi, the limousine, the bizarro Jerry, and the letter. I don't. Yeah. Uh, other than other than uh, the contest, I don't know when any of those come up. Right. So when does the contest come up? Are it, we close to the contest? It, it's season four. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that's the only thing I know about it. All right. That's a good one. <laughs> the, that title 
d- like doesn't let you know anything. That's one. That's like one of the seminal. All of those are seminal Seinfeld episodes. You know, oh, yeah. all of those are, are top shelf. But the contest is one when you go. That's what the contest means. Oh. You're gonna go. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, you know what? A, you know the title just doesn't give anything away, but it, it's great. Uh, and it is about a contest. So uh, check out Grind. Feld, if you want to uh, <laughs> listen, yeah, it's like trying to decipher the jokes in a Metalocalypse song. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I never knew if those were songs are funny or not. I don't like that kind of music, but the show was See, funny. I, you know? I, I loved, I loved the the show of Metalocalypse. Yeah, same yeah. here. And oh, I'm I, sorry, Death Clock was a band. Yeah, yeah Metalocalypse yeah. was yeah. the show. And there was like a, a Death Clock tour yeah, that came like near, like through Pittsburgh. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like. Oh, I want to go so bad. And then I thought, I'm like, how did they do that? Yeah. Is it just like watching a TV? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there was, maybe it's like the gorillas. Maybe they did like the gorillas where the, it was like uh, when the gorillas toured, you know, it was like silhouettes and then there was oh, stuff okay, on the yeah, screen. Maybe. But still, I mean, if you're like, well, they're not going to do anything funny. They're just going to perform the music. And yeah. I don't like that music. So yeah, I'll just like, watch no, the show at home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unli- oh, I'm still burping from the egg cream. Oh, like unlike the show, no one's gonna get viciously decapitated. Yeah. Well, why do I want to go see this? Yeah, nothing actually funny is gonna happen at the concert. So no one's gonna. Yeah, all the fans aren't gonna get killed by a falling yeah. set piece or something. So. Oh no, that actually happened in one of the. I episodes. remember yeah. it was in the Antarctica uh, concert when the with the box opens yeah. up. Yeah. Oh everybody. my god. Welcome to Metalocal Pod. Yes. No. 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 Well, what if we do? No deafing. No clocking. <laughs> if we do the show about specifically the death clock tour. Yeah. It can be no killing, no <laughs> maiming. No, no killing, no maiming. Yeah, no killing, no maiming. No, uh, all right. Did you have anything else for news? Negative. Okay. Nothing else about news. All right. Before we get into the show, give us a follow on Twitter at no hugging. If we miss something egregiously and you'd like us to touch on it, give us an email, no hugging, no learning show at gmail.com. Give us a five star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. We're available on Stitcher, um, Spotify, everything. Mm-hmm. If you give us a five star rating and written review on Apple Podcasts. If you are one of the first 100 people to do so, we will send you a no-hugging, no-learning sticker. And on top of that, we are not a research-heavy show. Like I said, if we miss something, if uh, you'd like us to touch on something, if you hate us, if you love us, please send us an email. We'll read it out. That being said, Season 3, Episode 6 of Seinfeld, The Parking Garage. Yes, it aired on October 30th, 1991. I was negative one year, one month, and two days old. Whoa, almost to the negative yeah. one year old. We're, we're getting almost. there. I don't know. I, I'm guessing there will be uh, an episode right around that time. I want there to be an episode on my negative first birthday. Yeah, yeah, I hope so, hope so. <laughs> but uh, if you're looking in TV Guide, the night of October 30th, 1991, you're going to see Jerry, Elaine, George, and Kramer lose their car in a mall parking garage. Couldn't write a better synopsis, I don't think, although we'll uh, mention, you know, we'll get to that later, of course, just to make sure. And we start with the stand-up bit, as usual. Jerry's talking about the mall directory. Already this is, I mean, we've talked about department stores and stuff before. Already this is woefully outdated i mean yeah. people saying oh, malls absolutely. are going away i personally think we have a, a thriving mall here it sure seems like it's always busy and there's lots of great stores that yeah, i enjoy and they're doing a lot to like add in like new like new vendors new stores yeah. like new entertainment things they got that yeah. giant arcade they just now built a huge arcade yeah, yeah from, which is really cool from, for this company from japan that came in and built it yeah so um but but maybe in bigger cities, malls. That's where malls are going away. You oh, know, I know there's absolutely. a couple of very sad ones in Pittsburgh, very close by, and <laughs> oh, and you know, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, and, and certainly, um, uh, you know, New New York and New Jersey and stuff like that. I'm guessing is is where. But you know, people say malls are going away, but mm-hmm. um, it, it, he talks about 
how it's confusing trying to find the store in the mall directory because you're not it's vertical. Walking, yeah, and you're not walking vertically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was like, wouldn't it be great to have suction cup feet and stand <laughs> on the... I don't... This this one I could see being funny if you were there in person. Yeah, see, you know, I, I chuckled a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't laugh out loud. No. I, and, I, I did not lull at this. And he <laughs> And he's doing the... Sound effect, yeah. like that's funny, you know, and like you're still walking through the mall. People could tell you're one of the suction cup guys because your shoes are making that sound. Like I have a feeling in person this bit is funnier just because just because it has that sound effect element and the physical element. And on TV, I was like, well, I I get it, but I wish I was there. Yeah, you know, I bet he could do five minutes on that suction yeah. cup sound and suction cup feet. Did you catch the weird like head-on shot of the woman in the front <laughs> row? What yeah, was yeah. that about? I, I thought know. that was setting up for something. I'll never forget what she looks like. That, it's, it's on her for so long. Like it's not even that she's looking at Jerry. She's like looking at the camera, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's on her for it's it's such a just straight shot of her that I'm like it's it will be ingrained in your mind forever. You'll never forget this woman. Yeah. Um, and uh, we open up now. We're in the mall garage where we're going to spend uh, <laughs> the entire the episode. entire episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh my it's, god. Well, we're we're going down. We're in the stairwell of the garage I, at this point. Yeah. And uh, they're walking down the stairs. Kramer's carrying a giant box with an air conditioner in it. Right. Elaine has a goldfish. Yeah. I, I I guess it's uh it's a Saturday afternoon. It's five p.m. They're at a yeah. mall in Jersey. We find out right away the what, the where, the who. You know, mm-hmm. all, everything's being set up. And actually, uh, this is sort of. It's sort of perfect. This we, this won't come out until the weekend after because of our schedule. But we're recording this Black Friday weekend. How appropriate! That we're yeah. talking about a, you know getting a great deal on a air conditioner. <laughs> Evidently, this was such a great deal. Everybody wanted to get one, but Kramer was so, the yeah. one that got one. And uh, it's Black Friday weekend when we're recording this in 2018. If this is post-apocalypse, <laughs> there used to be th- something called Black Friday. It got moved to Thanksgiving. P- post-apocalypse anyway. or post-capitalism. Yeah, yeah, Wh- whichever falls first. Whichever came first. Uh, Wikipedia. If Wikipedia is still around. It's uh, it's President Amazon. <laughs> President Amazon now. Uh, so, yeah, uh, how perfect. But, yeah, Elaine got a fish. And- yeah, and Jerry's saying that he, he doesn't know what normal people do on, su- is it Saturdays? Yeah. yeah it's a Saturday. So he doesn't know what normal people do on Saturdays. Jerry's just so, I don't know, far removed yeah. for being a, a celebrity comedian. He's on The Tonight Show yeah. every week or something. He's playing all these gigs all <laughs> over the country. He doesn't know what normal people do on Saturdays anymore. Yeah. look, I mean, look how many people are at the mall. He thinks they go on picnics and go to burger places or something? I, I guess. Yeah, because he mentioned something about uh, that, the picnic and burger crowd. They're having burgers at picnics. I don't know. But. Th- this is a line that I would expect like some heiress to say, yeah. oh, I don't know what normal people do on Saturdays. It reminds like, me. Jerry, you're a comedian in New York City. You are a normal person. <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite, since you mentioned Eris, one of my favorite Downton Abbey quotes, the Dowager Count. Did you ever watch it? No, oh, I never great. did. Uh, the Dowager Countess says, what is a weekend? <laughs> because she just doesn't do anything yeah. all week long. Yeah. She has no idea that Saturday and Sunday people don't have to work as hard as, yeah. they, as they do during the week. Uh, what is a weekend? Oh, I, I do like Jerry mentions right away he has to go to the bathroom, but they're looking for the car. Mm-hmm. And where do they? Why do they hide the bathrooms in malls? I got to agree with that. I, I love yeah, that concept. I, I where, mean, I guess it kind of follows the philosophy of like when you're looking at a house, yeah. like to buy, or like you're looking at floor plans of a house. You never want the bathroom to be close to the kitchen right. or the dining room. Yeah, like if it is close, you want it to be like a hallway away, or at least like ten to fifteen feet away. Yeah, and. 
that's with one toilet and one person pooping in that toilet. <laughs> if you have a bank of toilets yeah. and it's right next to the store and they have a lot of like different bathrooms, that entire mall is going to smell like poop. That's that, that that that's true. So they were always down. This reminds me of one of my, I think this, there's a great Simpson sign that always um, cracked me up, and that's when they go to Springfield Mall, and it says, bathroom no longer at end of creepy hallway, because that's where they all were. Like, yeah. before they got moved oh, God, to yeah. off the food court or something like that. Like, that's where most of the time they are now, and it, they're set up like you would go to a bathroom, any public bathroom. You know, they look, yeah. but they used to be, you have to walk down this long, unfinished, oh, you know, no ceiling, the wires <laughs> and the concrete and, and cinder blocks, like... Well, you had to walk down there, and then you'd find the bathroom. Ooh, like, why it, am I it, down here? Exposed wiring and exposed yes. concrete? Yeah. Very 2018. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but now Maybe they should bring that back. Now they're in normal... Yeah, right. Uh, look at the exposed brick, exposed Ooh. cinder block. Ooh, I uh, want to pee here. This vintage mall, yeah. Uh, but they, they back in the 90s, I guess, and 80s, they, they were always at the end of a weird hallway, yeah. which, is, which, is, which was disturbing. But uh, George is saying that he's going to be late to meet his parents. This is when we learned that it is 5 o'clock now, yeah. and he's supposed to meet them at 6.15, and I, I think it's Jerry that says they're going to hit rush hour traffic. Right. Obviously, it, it's five o'clock, but it's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I agree. Wouldn't, with- wouldn't Saturday traffic just be bad all the all the day? It would be a little lighter. Yeah, right. I mean, I guess it would It'd be, be a, a little, little lighter at five o'clock, but I think it would just be awful all day long. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I remember living near D.C., which has traffic that probably rivals uh, New York City. And, you know, I'd always fall into the trap like, oh, it's Saturday. I will go into the city. It'll be fine. And, and it was it's not still fine. just as bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was still just as You'd still hit, hit you know, a, a slowdown somewhere on the highway. At 5 um, o'clock or just at all? Probably like, at all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. I, yeah, I, I can't say whether it was bad at rush hour. But I agree with Jerry. Everyone's going everywhere all the time. Yeah, and you're, that's There's true. just always traffic in, yeah. in big cities like that. And, I, I did write this down, and I just wanted to point it out. Kramer is making some great dad noises in this. He's just, like, lifting the air conditioner box up, and he's just... Mm, uh, yeah. Uh, mm, <laughs> and the top uh, is open, first of all. Not only is the yeah, top open... Yeah, so I'm wondering open, if he got, like, an open box discount. Oh, yeah, it could be. Could maybe. Be. Yeah. Or maybe, like, he, we see him struggling. Maybe he's already, like, dropped it a few times. Yeah, that, probably. I mean, because the top <laughs> is open, and it also looks like it's separated so you could lift the whole top, like, a gift box kind of dealy. See, I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm uh, uh, misremembering maybe but uh I, I did remember like seeing like the top was like at least yeah. like cut open and then like retaped over yeah. again uh the, the corners were like dinged in a couple of times so it might have been like a damage discount yeah uh at this point uh i have that a hot woman walks by jerry points it out to georgie boy what do you think georgie yeah, boy yeah yeah i wrote it's 1991 and jerry points out the hot object <laughs> a human woman because she is an object to well, how has that changed in 2018? Guys don't look at hot women anymore, Ted. No, they, they definitely do. I was just thinking, like, oh, okay, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's and def- you would, and single guys don't point out, like, whoa, look at her, yeah, you know? Well, true, but uh, it was just George, like, saying, don't, don't show me that. <laughs> oh, okay, right, <laughs> don't, right, don't, right. Don't, don't show me that. <laughs> that makes a little more sense. <laughs> I did like that though, because what am I? Wh- wh- how does that make my life better? You know, why would you point out a yeah. beautiful woman? <laughs> To me, I totally identify. Again, once again, I identify with George's. Uh, you know, the uh, I guess. Um, in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, inventory of himself. You know? Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Why would you point out? Why do I want to look at an attractive woman? You know? Yes. And I'm talking about like, even before I was married. You know, why? Why would I want to look at that? Yeah. What does that do for me? You know. <laughs> so I, I appreciated that. Um, and uh, but oh, then uh, someone said that uh, Kramer says she's a guy. Is that where he said that was a guy? Yeah. And then Elaine goes, that was a guy? 
Yeah, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was, was a very throwaway line. Yeah, I guess Kramer thought it, she was a transvestite or something. I I guess <laughs> I have no idea. I <sighs> thought it was going to come back up later, especially because we see this girl again later. But yeah, I thought that was really weird that he said that. But anyway, um, at this point, we realize we've lost the car. Yes, Kramer just can't remember where they yeah. parked. Uh, Jerry's got to pee. Mm-hmm. Again, he makes another reference of it. And Kramer tells him, oh, just why don't you go behind one of these cars? There's nobody around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, how do you feel? I agree with Jerry. He says there's too much urinary freedom in this country. How do you feel about going in public anywhere? Uh, in a city, it's really gross. Yeah. But I grew up in the country, yeah. and I will always pee outside. If that's the only place yeah, to go. Yeah, but we're the only house for like a half mile yeah. radius on but like on all sides. So if you were like outside playing, you just pee outside. Yes. You wouldn't go back inside. Yes. That makes that makes yeah. sense. But it's not like I'll just like wait like in the open field and like whip it out and start going. <laughs> yeah. I'll like go like up to like the corner of the house and yeah. like I'll still like hide. Uh-huh. Like oh and I'll just like pee downward. Yeah. But I'll st- I'll pee outside. Yeah. But you not- still will t- to this day when you're at home? Sometimes. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. But like I I I don't know. It, I'll wait till, like I said, I'll like go around the corner of the house. I'll yeah. hide and be like, I'm not going inside. You don't feel the need to go inside. Yeah. I can understand that. What about, like, say you were, I don't know, out out drinking with friends, or maybe you had a parking garage or something like that, and walking around, <laughs> you have to go. I mean, and, and everyone else does. You know, they're like, oh well, we'll just pee over here or whatever, pee on in an alleyway or something. Are you down with that or no? Ah, uh, maybe. I don't. I yeah. don't know. I, I don't know if I. You've never been in that situation? No, I've never oh, been okay, in that situation. Okay. Yeah, I, I just can't. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, I just, I can't, I, you know, I've, I have friends that can just go, I, I mean, being in New York City one time, we were just out drinking and we, we were walking to the next place we were going. I don't even think we had a plan, but everybody else just like ducked into, just a, it, liter- it was literally a parking lot and they all stood in between cars like it was, like they were urinal splash guards, you oh, know, God. and I'm like, I, I can't do it. I got to go. I got to go worse than anybody. I guarantee you. <laughs> but I just found a bar where I ducked in and then went to the bathroom and then ran back out, you know. But that's the other tough thing about New York City. As you know, and we've talked about bathrooms are locked everywhere. You know, yeah. you got to be a patron to go in. So I like, you know, found a place and I could duck in and then and then we're like pretended like we were going to stay or whatever. And then go, oh, they're outside. OK, let's go. You know, yeah. like just so even though you're never going to see any of those people again in your life, you still want to make it seem like you were thinking about being a patron but i can't go outside anywhere it's it's very european i think in europe they uh european, european. Uh, <laughs> but seriously pun aside oh, i think they are I think there's a lot more urinary freedom in in uh europe do they, do they just go everywhere i think so especially the belgians that's what oh. i've heard yeah that's what i've heard so if you're a belgian checking us out in belgium uh let us know if that's true if there's still a lot of urinary freedom over there they're freer with their bodies anyway you know i mean you can go yeah. to, i mean they're topless pool, public pools and stuff yeah. like that so that may be where it comes from they just don't care um but i, I i'm with jerry there's too much urinary freedom in this yeah. country uh kramer stashes his air conditioner behind a car so that he doesn't have to carry it because he's just struggling with it yeah. for the first couple of minutes of the episode and he stashes it in purple 23 purple 23 and yeah. uh, I, I thought this was going to be a much more important thing that I had to remember. Uh-huh. So I wrote it down all caps. But you definitely remembered it. Yeah, I remember it. Which is more it. than Kramer ends up doing. That's true. You know, and, and, and it was a fun little reveal at the end, <laughs> I thought. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, and uh, the, they start talking about how you should always carry a pad and a pen. Uh, and, Jer- and George cannot carry a pen because he's worried he's going to puncture his scrotum. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I, I don't know if you're like me, but anytime I hear a line like that, yeah. I immediately like feel yeah. what he's talking it's about. It's very visceral, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, especially because I always carry a pen. Do you really? Yeah, I always really. Yeah, I always carry a huh. pen. Okay. It, my life has become so much better since I started carrying a pen. <laughs> you have no idea a pen and any sort of cutting implement, like a Leatherman or a pocket knife. Really? You have no idea how good your life is going to. You get. carry a pocket knife? I used to, but yeah. then I, the, I. This was years ago, like two or three years ago. I went through a, um, maybe even four years ago. I went through a metal detector. I, I went to the airport and I forgot to check it, and they took oh, it at the TSA. Man. I was like, "Is there nothing you can do?" My brother gave it to me. Not even a made-up story. My brother gave it to me for being the best man in his wedding. Oh. It had my initials on it. I know, and I've never replaced it. But my life was oh, great when sucks. I had it because you have no idea how often you want to cut something, and you're like trying to rip it with your that's, hands. You're that's like, that's true. A second. Yeah. But a pen is all. I carry I a pen. I can cut this now. Yeah. yeah. If, if I feel naked without my pen, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been carrying it for so long, and it's so really? great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm. I haven't been worried that I was going to puncture my scrotum until right now. <laughs> but, but, Kramer, but now you're worried. Now I'm worried. But Kramer <laughs> has a pen, which is the funny thing. They could have written down yeah. on someone's hand or something yeah. where they parked. Oh so he God. has a pen. <laughs> uh, George is freaking out again mm-hmm. about being on time to meet his parents. We're kind of running into some of the pitfalls of like the early uh, parts of the Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Where we're, we're understanding, I think at this point, this is going to be a long, drawn-out uh, one scene episode, right. and they have to establish uh, stuff to carry them the whole like twenty four minutes. Yes, so uh, a lot of like the early uh, few minutes of this episode are very slow mm-hmm. and plodding, but mm-hmm. it- it's necessary. I right? Think. Yeah, yeah. We got to got to set everything up. Uh, this is where George comes to the defense of a, an abused child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heroic George tries to <laughs> tries to stop child abuse, but yeah. ends up being abused by the child. <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't see the mom actually hit the kid, but she no. certainly like pushing yeah, she, him. She, along. she was definitely like dragging yeah, him like yeah. forcefully, like like very very rough at the very least. Right. I didn't see anything that would qualify as a as as a hit but also as definitely yeah. child abuse. True. I mean, I've had to do this several times with my kids <laughs> who are much younger than this brat. Yeah. And it's not like you're like hitting them yeah. at all. You're just trying to get them in the car so you can leave. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be a little forceful. But he said George says, you know, uh, George gets involved, which ki- people without kids love to do. Tell yeah, other people, how, yeah, you're you're a great parent <laughs> until you actually have kids uh, is what you'll find. Um, so that's one thing that I appreciate as a parent. Now I'm like, oh man, shut up. Is this you the know? first time you've seen this episode since you've had kids? Probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I because I had totally forgotten about this scene, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love that George felt the need to intervene in, in the situation. And uh, but then yeah, so he he says, you know, I don't think you need to hit the kid or whatever. And the kid just turns around and goes, "You're ugly." Yeah. <laughs> and then they get in a little childish argument like. You are. That's what you think. That's what I know. Which (laughs) was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I I wish I knew that line in, like, first grade. (laughs) Yeah, that's the ultimate comeback. Yeah. That's what I know. That's what you think. That's what I know. That's what I know. Perfect. Perfect comeback. Yeah. Um, And then uh, Kramer thinks he sees the car. And I love George's little run walk. He like to over to Kramer. It's a false alarm because he goes, "Hey, it's over here." And George like is I want to he's call like it. pumping his arms. Yeah, I he's think. pumping his arms, but he's walking normal pace. It's not even it? speed walking. It's like almost he's there's a little bit more knee lift than you'd see with a with a speed walk. speed walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, but I, I thought it was a very funny, just a hilarious. It's little... almost running in place. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a hilarious, but, but still moving. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, and uh, Elaine is worried about her goldfish's lifespan. She, you know, apparently they only live for about two hours in that plastic bag. Yeah. Which I'm glad they established because, yes. uh, well, well, we'll get to Raise it. Raise the stakes uh, which, once again. Which uh, I want to make this uh, the cover art for this episode yeah. is just Jerry and Elaine both like looking into their bag, <laughs> yeah, yeah. into the bag of Elaine's goldfish. I thought the the line was funny where Jerry was like, oh, his eyes do look a little cloudy. Oh, those are your eyes. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines of the whole of the whole thing. Um, um, but I, I think it's Kramer that brings up the idea. And Elaine just runs with it. She's trying to find someone to drive them or her (laughs) around to find the car. But she asks the married couple. She asks the teen gods. Cool girls. She asks the guy in a Star Trek hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's de- right. definitely a Star Trek hat. Uh, yeah, Rick Rubin. I think that was Rick Rubin. Oh, really? <laughs> no. But it looked know. like Rick Rubin, you know, the uh, the famous hip-hop producer. Yeah. Because um, he had, like, a long beard. It looked like 90. It looked like Rick Rubin looked in 91, I think. <laughs> maybe, maybe there was a subtle, like, hey, yeah, this is supposed to be this guy. Yeah, Larry David's like, can my friend Rick be in this one? I mean, yeah. you know, just, just he doesn't even <laughs> a speaking role, not even a speaking role. Um, and, by the way, I thought the girls looked more cool than goth. Like, they were wearing black leather, but. Yeah. But also remember, this is the early '90s yeah. when any amount of black, any oh, amount of leather, God. any amount of chain was goth. Okay. Yes. All right. Like uh, it, it's not, it's not like 2018 <laughs> goth where you have to have like nine piercings yeah. in your face, uh, like a choke chain, the and, white makeup and the yes. black accents. Yeah. yeah. So bl- I guess they were goth bl- black, enough. Black lipstick, black nail polish. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they were goth enough. Uh, yeah, and, and no one. Uh, and then Jerry it finally just ag- takes Kramer's advice to go pee somewhere, and ends up getting caught by a mall cop. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Before we get him getting oh. getting caught, uh, I really liked Jerry's line of "How does my bladder know I'm in a department store?" <laughs> Which I, I just wanted to point out. Like any time that Grace and I go to Target, yeah. Like it doesn't matter what time of day it is. It doesn't matter how long we're in there. I will need to poop in that target. Wow. Yes. That's uh that's disconcerting, <laughs> I guess. I would hate that. I hate pooping in public restrooms. See? I yeah. I don't mind it because maybe this goes back to me being cheap. Yeah. It's less toilet paper I have to buy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Depending on what kind, you know, how much you use, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I I can't stand it. If I can avoid it, I, I will. Especially one where I don't get it by myself. You know? Yeah, that's um, true. I, that's why I'm glad to be working in an office. In my in my last office that I worked at, uh, it was a stall and a urinal. And I was like, ah, oh, too much, too much of an yeah. audience. Yeah. But now it's just one single toilet bathroom. per yeah yes. one single bathroom. Yeah, there are two bathrooms, yeah. but each is like solo. Yeah, just a so- just this just the toilet in there. So I <laughs> I love doing that because it, it's much less public. Uh, but yeah, he's he's caught peeing by, by the mall cop, and uh, then we have uh, a little commercial break. Yep. Oh, and well, before we get to the commercial, you're, oh. you're jumping ahead quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, I know. Well, that's all I have. I didn't have. I had Rick Rubin, and then Jerry is caught peeing. Dang. Yeah. Uh, but there's a Buddy Hackett reference. Oh yeah. And I want to point out that Jerry and Kramer are doing my job for me because <laughs> Kramer is like, "Who's that?" Jerry says, "He's a comedian." And Kramer's like, I-, "I know, I know." But this just points out that, and I looked it up. Buddy Hackett is a comedian and actor from the 60s. Yeah. It just fits Jerry's frame of reference. He doesn't know of anyone new, any new actor or pop culture icon from like 1969 (laughs) onward. Buddy Hackett was still working in the 90s. I'm pretty sure he still had a solid gig in Vegas in the 90s. He probably did, but I looked up his Wikipedia, his three like most iconic roles, 63, 67, and 69. Wait a minute. What, What about The Little Mermaid? 
that was the fourth most iconic. I was going to say, that had to have been around 91 or 92. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, but it was 63, 67, 69, 91. Yeah, yeah. So let me guess. Was it... Um, was he in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World? I believe so. Was he in uh, Herbie? He, I know he was in the Herbie movies. I Herbie think, the Love Bug. And oh, Herbie Goes man, to Man, I only Carlo. remember the years. I didn't really remember yeah. what he was in. He was in Disney's stable of actors yeah. for a very long time, obviously. He still worked in The Little Mermaid. But he was just, you know, like comic relief uh, in those. He might have been in the Shaggy DA as well. Or the Maybe. Shaggy, yeah, the but original I, I just version re- of that. I just really liked uh, this back and forth between yeah. Jerry and Kramer because it's basically me. And it's like, who is that? And he, Kramer, he oh, knows. Oh, you think Kramer didn't know? Well, no. Or do you think he was like, I know? Well, I, or do you think it was an I know, like, uh, I knew that? I mean, it's probably that. Yeah. But I want to think it's Kramer saying, get some new pop oh, culture references. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I like that, too. I like that, too. Because I don't even remember what he was I, saying. I know that's not what he's what the character is it saying. It could have been. It could have been. Because it's, it's just a very simple, I know. I know. So it could have been like that, I know. <laughs> I, I know. Like, why did you? I, I'm asking you why you said Buddy Hackett. I don't remember what he references it to. What's the re, what's the Buddy Hackett reference? Um. Oh God, I don't even know. But yeah. I know he drops the name. Yeah, yeah. I I don't remember either. But um, yeah, it could have been either way. Uh, depending on how you want to read it. Yeah. Um, okay. Then then now we're in the security office. Yes, okay. we're in the security office. Uh, Jerry's saying that he's got a condition and that he has a public urination pass by the city that he can just <laughs> yeah, yeah. go wherever. What was, the, what was the name of his condition? Euromycetosis. Like, Euro, completely U- made Euro, up. Euromycetosis. No, it was Tysis. Tysis? Yes, it was Euro, Euromycetosis. Euromycetosis. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, tosis okay. definitely sounds like the better disease ending, but he definitely <laughs> says Euromycetosis, uh, which is completely made up. Uh, but at least he knows enough to put Euro in front of anything that has to do with the urinary That's tract. That's true. You know? yep. uh, but his public urination pass was stolen by his little brother just that morning. He said just he ran out of the house. Ran out of the just house. Before, yeah, he and his friends probably peeing all over the place. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the few episodes. Normally, I watch it when no one's home, but this is one of the few episodes I've had to watch uh, while my wife was there and she was watching. And she noticed the swimsuit pinups in the back and how she was like, "That probably wouldn't fly in a security office in yeah in I, any I didn't office that. in 2018." Yeah, yeah there's a you, did you notice? You didn't notice? Them. I didn't notice. Yeah, them. it looks like there's magazine pages ripped huh. out of a thing and just pl- put up on the bulletin board. And there's like other stuff kind of put <laughs> up on top of them, like they were just in the back there. But she noticed. She was like. Yeah, yeah, they probably wouldn't be allowed to put those up anymore. I, I like how both of our significant others are like occasionally watching an episode yeah. with us, and they're trying to help us with the show. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Oh, that, that probably oh, that wouldn't. That, yeah. that probably wouldn't work today. <laughs> well, the other thing that we can thank all, you, Sarah. We can, that we can bring up right now is the fact that um, she's not going to listen to this. Is she? No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but that this is one of the episodes where cell phones would have solved everything. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. A, you could have taken a picture of your. Uh, do you take a picture of your car when you park it in a place where? If I'm in like a very big yeah, parking lot, exactly. Yes, but yeah. not like if I'm going to like the mall or Walmart. Even or something. if you don't, cell phones these days will say last known location of your car where you parked. You know they they yeah, somehow you know can, where you stopped. You can stopped. definitely do that. But yeah. I'll do like the much more primitive way. I'll open up my notepad and just type in like where i'm at right like, like okay yeah we're by like this banner yeah uh in the row next to like this truck yeah like i'll try and find like significant like vehicles that look like okay yeah they're probably gonna be here for a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. so it, that that's one thing also when everyone splits up you could have texted like hey i'm in the hey i got caught peeing yeah hey i'm looking for the or they could have all covered more ground and split up right away 
Yeah. You know, and, and like, all right, you take floor one, two, three, four, and I'll text, text when you find the car. Yeah, and exactly. And then you find the car. So, you know, it would have <laughs> been. But even George mentions all the way back in the, in the, uh, one of the first scenes that, uh, you know, well, there, there's no way to contact his parents. Oh, yeah, I'll just call them on their car phone. And, <laughs> and Elaine asks Jerry, what do you think it would take for George's parents to get a car phone? Because obviously they're very old and very stuck in the past. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, that's so, that's a common. It's been, just been a joke forever, old people and technology. You know, like old people adopting technology. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Jerry says, Jerry's line's not funny. Hypnosis by aliens. But it, <laughs> it's funny that, you know, his parents would ever have a car phone. It's hilarious, you know. So, uh, wait, are we... Are we out of the mall cop station for the first time then? Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, Elaine goes to find Jerry. Uh, George and Kramer are left by themselves okay, at this yeah. point. We, we go back and forth yeah, so many yeah. times in like these next couple of minutes Yeah, that I'm, I'm trying to like... I, I even wrote down everything, and I'm trying to remember like what goes where, like when we're there. Yeah, you know? we're, we're all sort of... Yeah, we are, we're jumping around a lot as we do when, we're, when, all, when the group splits up, yet yeah. we're, in, you know, we're all together. Yeah. George and Kramer, I loved this. They talk about death. Yeah, and Kramer isn't worried about dying. Kramer's not worried about dying. Yeah. George is, of course, very neurotic yeah. about it, just like oh, yeah. everything. But I just love this in-depth conversation about the secret to life and uh, being scared of death and stuff like that. And in the middle of a parking garage, there's nothing more Seinfeldian to me than this. Con- <laughs> it's like the deepest conversation you could have in a very funny way, walking around a park. I mean, this is the show about nothing. You know, I mean, this is a real conversation. Yeah, God, absolutely. I'm scared of death. <laughs> that I mean, that's something you tell your therapist. Yeah, you know, for real. Uh, so I, I just love that. I, I mean, this is that. That's just to me is just peak Seinfeld right here. Yeah, right here. It, it's it's the scene about nothing yeah. and the show about nothing. But but they're talking about literally everything. Yeah, where everybody dies. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's just so so uh, just an amazing amazing bit of writing. Yeah, we're back in the mall cop station, and Jerry's saying that he was just pouring a very tepid bottle of water. Yep. He wasn't peeing. Yeah, you can't tell the difference. It just sounds like peeing yeah. when you're pouring out water. Yeah, <laughs> mistaken identity. Uh, the 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 mall cop is also reading a National Enquirer. Is o- oh yeah, that's right. The only headline I could read is about um, Elizabeth Taylor's wedding. I guess she had gotten married or something again. I don't know. She's famous for. Uh, are you familiar with Elizabeth Taylor? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, just famous mainly for being married a ton in the eighties <laughs> and nineties. So, so uh, this could have been a timeless. Uh, magazine article, yeah, or it could have been a very timely magazine <laughs> yeah, article. Yeah, exactly. Um, Elaine's still trying to get a ride, and this is the best exchange that, yeah, that yeah. in the whole thing. Yeah, she finds like another dude uh, to bug, and what? <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly what she says, but she ends it with, wouldn't you get any satisfaction out of helping a stranger? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, she's like, can you drive us around? He's like, no, I can't. She's like, well, I mean, you, you obviously can, so what you're saying is you don't want to. He's like, yeah. I guess that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's right. Like, well, why don't you want to? I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't owe her anything. No, but he she's doesn't. like, she's prodding for it's answers. It's incredible. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just so funny. Like, uh, why don't you want to? I don't know. He, he, like, literally doesn't owe her anything. It doesn't care to give her anything, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. And then, wouldn't it give you any satisfaction? No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> that was just the funniest exchange right there, too. Um, and then Jerry, t- you know, still trying to get out of, uh, you know, uh, being arrested or whatever yeah, he's it, getting for. He's saying that everything was a lie that yeah. he lied.
lied about the well, disease. He, well, he also takes George's story. Yes. Uh, that his parents are celebrating their 47th wedding anniversary, and his dad was also in a red Chinese prison for the last few years. I forget yeah. what he says. Well, what is a red Chinese prison? I guess it's just that extra little bit of communism to throw oh, in there. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I guess I didn't Red pick China, up on that. I guess. I don't know if there was a different China back in the 90s, but red China, <laughs> I guess, is because it's still communism. It's still communist, as far as I know. Today? Yeah. Is it? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not. I don't know. But yeah, he feels the need to throw in it's a red Chinese prison. Welcome to World Geography <laughs> yeah, and Political know. Climates with Tim Murphy and Ted Oliver. <laughs> is, is China still... Uh, we, I mean, we did look up Switzerland's neutrality. Or <laughs> Finland's did. neutrality. We did. We did have to look up Finland's neutrality <laughs> earlier. So maybe we'll look up to see if uh, China is still communist uh, for next week or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, but, the, but the guy's still not buying it. George and Kramer are still walking around. And how does it come up? How does the fat thing come up? What does Kramer say about someone who had a fat fetish of some sort? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how that comes up. Yeah, he was like he loved fat women. What do you do with all that fat or whatever? Oh uh, God. I yeah 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 yeah. I don't. Yeah. Remember. I, but but then he says you know maybe maybe it's like Killer Kowalski. Yeah. He used to grab him by the and he grabs he demonstrates he, he grabs this George move. by the stomach <laughs> by the gut yeah, yeah and squeezes <laughs> it and uh, and George then George is like well, I have to go to the bathroom you know why don't squeeze me like that I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, Killer Kowalski by the way is a real wrestler. Did you know oh, yeah. that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Did you know that he trained like Triple H in China? After, oh yeah. Uh, after he retired. Yeah. He's a huge name like in the rest like in the history of wrestling yeah wow i i yeah i didn't know how big because i never heard of him before oh yeah you know but uh, but i'm not that familiar with he, the 60s and 70s yeah he's definitely like from the era of like bruno sammartino oh shit i completely <laughs> butchered that bruno sammartino yeah bruno, bruno sammartino you could have yeah. fooled me i had no idea yeah. i still don't know if it's right god no it's sammartino it Mar- yeah. um but yeah uh, like that era, like where everything was based in New York, and uh-huh. they were only wrestling at Madison Square Garden. Okay, you know? yeah. So he, he's he's from that era. I see, I see. So I mean, you were making fun of Kramer not knowing Jerry's reference from the '60s, but Killer Kowalski's from the '60s. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so maybe he needs to update his. I mean, surely I don't know. Ultimate Warrior was wrestling in '91. Yeah. And, like, uh, give, earthquake. What about Earthquake? You can give a Hulk Hogan reference. Yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, there's plenty of great people. The Big Boss Man. Let's uh yeah, no, big big boss man a little less so. Little less so? Yeah, oh, I remember I, I remember he, him he being ne- a big name. He was never like when huge. I was watching. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Um <laughs> Million Dollar Man? Yeah, Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. We're, we're just gonna name nineties wrestlers <laughs> yeah, for the yeah. next hour. Skip for, skip forward forty five minutes. Before, <laughs> yeah. So Ted doesn't go on a wrestling rant. Ninety one was like when I was really watching wrestling, I think, though. Like that was really I was really into that era that era, whatever you call it, the WWF. Oh yeah. And the, that and, was know. that was the classic era? Not yeah. the classic era. What was it called? I don't know. The golden era. The golden era. The bronze something. age. The, the bron- <laughs> no, like I there's like a bunch of different names yeah. like from I don't know, like mid '80s up until like '96 or '97, because '97 is when the Attitude Era started. Right, right, right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Rock, and Triple H, and Mankind, and The Undertaker. Right, right, right. Undertaker was wrestling when I was watching. Oh yeah, yeah. Undertaker's been wrestling for thirty some years now. Right, right, right. Uh, All right, that's the last wrestler mention. Last wrestler, Undertaker. That's it. Uh, But um, so George, uh, you know, he um, he convinces George to go pee somewhere. And before George can even whip it out, he's taken by the same security guard. Did he just leave Jerry, like, in a holding cell or something? Maybe. But see, I we got, like, George going and hiding behind the wall. And yeah. I made notes of this. Was George going to poop? No. Okay, but 
hear me out on this. Yeah. He hid behind the wall so that we can't see him. Yeah. We saw Jerry's back. He only had his back turned. Yeah. So you know, like, okay, yeah, he's only peeing. But George goes and hides behind the wall. Yeah, he Cr- goes into like a little yeah. alleyway, like maybe a stairwell yeah. was back C- there or something. Kramer grabbed his stomach. Yeah. So that would have like maybe like squished po- the poop, s- squished something <laughs> in his colon. Yeah. And he was adjusting his belt and like pulling his pants up as he's looking around. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, George is trying to poop in this stairwell. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. I, yeah. I. I think he might have been. I, I, I can. I, your evidence holds up to and the theory. Th- and then maybe like he just drops trow, and the cop comes and grabs him, and he's like, "No, yeah. I, I wasn't doing anything." Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, or he hadn't even started yet, and he knew that something was going to happen. So. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe he was going to poop in the stairwell. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that that's that's a bold move right there. That's a bold move. But now George is in the security office, and uh, he he's giving the same story that Jerry just gave about the 47th yeah. wedding anniversary. And then the cop says, "Huh." Your folks have an anniversary today, too, huh? Yeah, yeah. And George just looks at Jerry, and Jerry just gives him a, a big old grin. Yeah, because he's <laughs> got, was your dad in a red Chinese prison, too? And George goes, oh, red Chinese prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Kramer and Elaine are both wandering around yelling separately, because now she had gone to look for Jerry and tried to get a ride, and Kramer was just by himself. So now no one knows where anyone is. Yeah. Uh, and we got a stand-up bit. About the about getting your car lost in the parking lot, of course. Yeah, the weird, uh, rare mid-episode stand-up. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not very long, but it's about that move where you are walking very confidently down a parking aisle, and then all of a sudden you stop and look behind you. Um, what I didn't get was the, he was like, no one who knows where they're going does that move. But what does that have to do with an airline pilot? Because uh, I mean, I guess the pilot is flying the plane, and you want the pilot to—you want to believe the pilot knows exactly where, where he's the plane going. Is going. But yeah. if the pilot is looking back and he's like, "Oh, I should have turned back there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Look behind. I, I wish he would have thought of another time when you're walking and doing that because I guess when you're—it was—it was weird to draw the draw the connection. Yeah, because yeah. when you're driving. Do you do that when you're driving and you look behind you when, when you're lost? Like I'll do that when I'm driving. Are we supposed to go that way? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I yeah. can't think. Like of it. If I'm supposed to turn onto a road, like if I'm driving yeah. in an area that I don't really know, and I've got my GPS up, and I'm supposed to uh, turn onto a road that I don't really know, or maybe my navigation is off by like a yeah. few feet, yeah. and it says like it's coming up, but I don't see a road. And then I'll pass it, and I'll be like, oh, it it was that driveway-looking thing. Yeah, That's yeah. the road. And then you'll do the look-behind move, because yeah. you're lost. Yeah. I don't know, like, I wish oh, is that, what, is that what I was supposed to turn on to? Yeah. I wish I wish he would have either set up the driving thing, or, you know, how about another famous person that was walking? Like, you know, what if all the Israelites were fi- fo- you know, following Moses out of Egypt, and all of a sudden he stops and, and looks behind him? <laughs> you know, and there's like 40,000 people, or whatever, however many <laughs> Moses was leading. You know, I, 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 I don't know. Not that, not that I'm trying to make Jerry Seinfeld funnier. But I, I, I wish it would have been. I, I don't know the 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 elevation of the bit. I felt like could have been better you. than yeah, a than an airplane. You, you know, it, that's where he lost me. Uh, but now we're back in uh, the parking garage. Everybody's out of jail, I guess. Uh, and they they have tickets, Jerry and George, and uh, they come across a Mercedes. Yeah, who's parked like an asshole. Yeah, across the, like two spots. Yeah, and uh, George is going to spit on the Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. and I wanted <laughs> so bad. For this to be the cop's Mercedes. Oh, that would have been hilarious. But then I realized that there's no way Paul Blart is affording this Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, Mercedes, yeah. Uh, but I like the, I like when Jerry tries to goad George into getting revenge on somebody. Like, I remember when, um, you know, George was going through his uh, uh, monologue that he was going to give to the girl who ruined his sweater. And he's oh, like, you're yeah. not going to say that. <laughs> uh, um, and, but he's like... 
oh, I think you should do it. Teach him a lesson he'll never forget. If, as if that guy would even notice any spit anywhere on his car. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just My so. God. Teach him a lesson he'll never forget. And so, yeah, he goes and, to do it, but then yeah. he, George chickens out immediately, of course, like he always does yeah, in conversations. As soon as, yeah. soon as, like, he. And I mean, he does. Uh, he, he goes back. Yeah, like, yeah, he was going to do it. And yeah. He, just right before the. Yeah. He, the guy who drives Mercedes, comes out. He hears, like, the beep, beep. Yeah. Like, unlocks the door. Yeah. And Drew's like, that's a fine beautiful, car. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful piece of machinery or whatever. He's like, and, and what's always great is that when George does try to be nice or whatever and say, oh, the payphone is another, in, like, at the uh, the Chinese restaurant, you know, uh, the guy who was on the payphone and George was going to give him a piece of his mind. And then the guy's like, oh, sorry, I was on the phone for so long. And George immediately folds. Oh, God. Like a house yeah. of cards. So he folds <laughs> in front of the Mercedes guy. And uh, what does he say as the. Like, how much right does before... the tune up for one of these calls? And then the guy something. just drives <laughs> off. <laughs> just, drive, yeah. just ignores him, you yeah. know. <laughs> and at that moment, Elaine comes back. And as soon as she comes back, there's these two muscle heads that walk out, and she tries to ask them for a ride. Yeah. And I forget, like, what they say, but everyone is just so dismissive of Elaine. Maybe it's just she, she's this crazy-looking lady in a kindergarten teacher <laughs> with, dress with, with a bag of two goldfish. Yeah. Like, please, my friends and I can't find our car. Honestly, would if someone was saying that to you in a parking garage, would you give them a ride? I sure as hell wouldn't. No, probably yeah. not. No, I, I don't care if it's those four or any four yeah. people. Maybe if it's before like she became distressed. Yeah. Maybe if I was like that first couple and she's like, hi, this is going to sound really weird. Right. But we can't find our car. Yeah, yeah. Maybe then, but not when she's frantically <laughs> yeah. running up to me. She's sweating. Each request is a little bit more frantic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. That's true. That's true. But I don't know. I really don't know if I would. I'd probably, I'd probably be like the guy, uh, you know, the, no, I, I wouldn't. No, yeah. I, I don't know why well, I don't want to. Wouldn't you get any satisfaction from it? No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> and as they're walking away, I this is such a weird line. Jerry just shouts out, I'm packing heat. Yeah, because J- J- um, Elaine starts uh, you know, making fun of them. Like, oh, go home to your dumbbells. We're all really impressed with your pecs and your muscles. Yeah. You know, and, and then- George has to like rein her in. <laughs> and, and um, you know, because they turn around and they give her another look. Like, yeah. oh, you want, you want a piece of me or something? Whatever it's going to be. By the way, the one... The one with the blue shirt, the taller one with the mullet. Yeah, that man was gorgeous. I, I gotta say, he was I, definitely I mean, like nineteen ninety one yeah, hot for like sure. Patrick Swayze's twin brother, <laughs> like just just a gorgeous man. His his shrimpy friend, much less so. Oh god, yeah, that guy's not doing himself any favors <laughs> by hanging around with this guy. I mean, the hair was like a glorious mane. Oh my gosh! Uh, but uh, but back on track. Um, uh, I just I just had to mention it because but Elaine's like we're not you know we're, by the way we're not impressed or we're all really impressed or whatever and yeah. George has to rein her in but yeah George does say don't worry I'm packing heat if they were going to try anything and I think he even pats his his uh, his jacket it just makes me wonder if it was a reference to the gun episode maybe you know? I, I, because I that know. was never filmed and it's not part of the canon that's true but like who did get a gun in that episode and did they did they consider it like Ooh. unofficial canon you know I don't know that someone has a gun that, that he might have a gun but uh, the girl from earlier in the episode walks by just very deja vu they're like in the exact same looking yeah. area yeah. she walks by in the exact same manner dro- like going in the exact same direction and the only thing I could think of was have you seen Scott Pilgrim yes it, the scene where he just sees Ramona in his dream and he just goes, girl from earlier? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, But uh, she, uh, J- Jerry says to George, hey, this is your chance. Go, go talk to her. This is your in. Yeah. You can see if she can drive us around. Yeah. And 
George goes up. He's like, I, I don't mean to bother you, but my friends and I, we can't find our car. Before he can even ask her. Yeah. She's like, sure, I'll drive you around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That was awesome. Oh, and, oh my, that's happened to me before. But by the way, I love George's line. I forgot about this earlier where he says, oh, yeah, women love being approached in parking garages. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my God. That's true. I mean, that's it's just one of those many instances <laughs> of where, you know, uh, uh, something a man would not think twice about doing, women are in imminent danger all the time oh you know? yeah like just part you know all parking the garages time. are one of those it's... things where oh what's the worst that could happen to me and and you know uh, what's it... the worst that can happen to me a man yeah exactly yeah yeah reminds me of, i don't know who the stand-up is i wish i could credit him because i think it's so funny he's like you know online dating for men is like oh i hope she's not ugly and for women it's like hope he doesn't murder me yeah you know? <laughs> like uh but so yeah but i love that line from earlier but he does approach her and it all works out it's amazing uh oh yeah everyone come on in so she's so yeah. welcoming the very like we, one we, second we, later, we, we learn her name is Michelle. Michelle, yeah, yeah my name is Michelle. She, oh she yeah, is, she is very open and flirty with George. She's into George, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, one second later, yeah. she zooms past around this corner. <laughs> She's like, "Get out! Get out!" Immediately. Yeah. And, and George is like, "I don't even know L. Ron Hubbard. I, uh, I don't know." <laughs> and so obviously he said something about Scientology that she didn't like. Yeah, and How, I totally forgot there was a Scientology joke in Seinfeld. My God. That, I yeah. can't believe really, we were joking about this in '91. I love it. <laughs> and Jerry's the one who says, "Boy, those Scientologists." can be pretty sensitive i love i love i mean that joke is ahead of its time it really is i mean it was I mean, like when did like scientology become the thing in hollywood yeah. was it like 06 07 no idea it, no, it was yeah. around that area probably I know. Yeah, yeah and this is 15 years before that right yeah when people started going hey a lot of these celebrities like tom cruise's scientology background yeah. came out like he fired his publicist and hired his sister and then that's when like <laughs> uh that's when because his previous publicist was like hey, don't talk about scientology yeah and then it, when he fired that publicist it was all scientology was, yeah. yeah all those N- videos all those was, all those propaganda videos of him like and he got that little award and all that oh stuff like that was probably around 06 or 07 so yeah. i mean the fact that i i mean i just think it's hilarious that, that they were joking about scientology i mean that joke was so far in ahead 91 of his time in 91 yeah, yeah I, but, I just think it's hilarious but conveniently enough michelle accidentally drops them off right next to the car what luck do you think michelle might have just been flirting with george to recruit him for scientology oh definitely yeah oh, <laughs> like sure. gonna get him to go to a yeah. meeting like, she, she sees this pathetic yeah. short bald man with glasses yeah, and, yeah. She, and she's like huh this guy can be convinced into anything yeah yeah <laughs> you probably, do you sometimes worry about death like he already was <laughs> like you can just bring all, that up to all him. the time yeah all the time yeah um do you feel like you don't deserve fun or you know absolutely uh, yeah sure yeah. definitely yeah i don't deserve a good time i yeah let me let me tell you about the new way uh yeah but it's right next to the car uh, but there's no kramer kramer no. is gone yeah they find the car and they're like kramer's not here yeah kramer's not here <laughs> and I, we don't learn what time it is right here right which i wish we did yeah uh, like i wish they did before uh the day to night transition yeah i, I mean i get that it's day to night, so it's still like, okay, if Kramer was there, they would be able to get home in time for George to meet his parents. Yeah, I, someone I kinda, said it's, gosh, I don't know what time it could be, like 5.45 or 6 o'clock. Yeah, it's definitely within enough time for yeah. him to get back Yeah, if Kramer was there. Right, but I wish that, I'm with you, I wish they'd said it, like, if he was here, I would have had, there's still time, it doesn't take that much, you know, yeah. New Jersey into New York, who know, you know, yeah. 20, 30 minutes uh, this exactly. late at, at night or whatever. <laughs> And there wouldn't um, have been much traffic yeah. uh, near, like, 6 o'clock time. You would think, time. yeah. Uh, but, like I said, we do get the day-to-night transition. Uh, they're still in the garage. Kramer shows up. It's now 7.45. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he lost 
the air conditioner. Yeah, and I don't know, <laughs> when did he stop looking for the car and start looking for the air conditioner again? Yeah. Maybe he found the car because he knew where it was. There's a lot less cars in the lot, so that had to help. Yeah, but true. But he, he comes right back to the car, so maybe he found the car, went to go get the... Um, you know, found the car on his own, but then went to go get the, the <laughs> instead of, AC. Instead of just getting the car, driving to the air conditioner, and then just driving around the garage to find your friends. That's right. But is that, when, you've, when you're when you lost, is it better to stay in one place or is it better to move around? You if know? you're in a vehicle and everyone else is on foot, yeah. it's probably it's better, better to, to move, move around. around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Especially if it's a, like... At this time, pretty open parking garage. Yeah. You, you can cover a lot of ground a lot quicker than on foot. That is true. That is true. And uh, But yeah, as we remember, it was Purple 23. So yeah. I think that's some more great writing. It was very easy for us to remember over the past 20 minutes. True. Purple 23. And George remembers it too, Purple 23. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could have used you. Yeah. Yeah, you remembered. And uh, Kramer just looks at Elaine. He's like, oh, what happened to your... F- <laughs> where's your bag? Yeah, yeah. Where, 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 where's your bag? And j- like... Really good physical acting by Jerry. Just gives her like the uh, yeah, gives Kramer the don't yeah, like, don't, uh, yeah, don't bring that up. Elaine's just staring like through him. Yeah, yeah, and it's she's it, staring into his soul. He asks George when the play starts, eight o'clock, and George and Kramer says, "Well, that won't do," or something like, like that. Uh, yeah, you might have an issue there. Yeah, we could have an issue there. Uh, and so we get in the car, and wouldn't you know it, the car doesn't oh, start. Oh dang! Yeah, yeah. It was was it his battery? Or I'm trying to think of like what happens when your battery is dead. It sounded like it just wouldn't turn over. Yeah. Yeah. If the battery was dead, I feel like it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't even get to that. You'd point. get a couple of those, but then you'd get you, the little you'd, you'd get, get the click. You'd get, click, click, yeah, click, the, click, you'd get click, the click, click after yeah. after more than one of those. Yeah. So. It sounds like he's out of gas. Yeah. For yeah. some yeah, out of gas probably. Um, and then well, I, I might as well throw in right now that apparently was an accident. They had written that, uh, the script really? was written by Larry David, and um, they had written that they pull out and they just drive off, but oh my God. the car wouldn't start, and so Kramer, you know, stays in character, Michael Richards stays in character and tries to start it, and, and uh, apparently you can see George laugh in the back seat. I didn't go back and watch, oh, but, but yeah, I, I, I forgot about that, but <laughs> evidently J- Jason Alexander is, is laughing at the fact that the car won't start, because yeah. the car was supposed to start, and, and they were supposed to drive that's, off. That's the perfect ending to this episode. I don't want to see them just drive no. off and like into another stand-up Everyone agreed it was funnier. They were like, that's it. Oh, my gosh. The universe has smiled on Seinfeld, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, So that's pretty amazing uh, that it was was a mistake. And then we get one more stand-up bit. (laughs) <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Oh my god! Yeah, it, it was. It was definitely like shock comedian level, yeah. which I don't think Jerry Seinfeld is. So it was. It was surprising to hear this from him. Yeah, but we've we've sort of learned that he has a dark sense of humor. Oh you yeah, know? I mean, it's, some of that's shining through. But but when you think but that Jerry doesn't Seinfeld, really bleed into his act much. Yeah, but yeah, when you think Jerry Seinfeld, you don't think dark comedian. Yeah, I think Barry B. Benson from he, the B movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you think someone who's very family friendly or whatever. But he says, you know, why don't they name the parking garage sections like oh we parked in your mother's a whore yeah they're like oh yeah i i parked in my father's an abusive alcoholic uh, yeah that i'd remember <laughs> oh, which is true Lord. but i mean here just hearing your mother's a whore uh was i'm like oh my god it's just one of those you know chalk it chalk it up to the the profanity that i'd forgotten was rampant in seinfeld yeah. but uh yeah i thought i thought that was that yeah. was pretty hilarious and maybe it was a little more surprising because we didn't get any profanity in this episode we yeah didn't get that's anything. true that's true jerry said something Early in the episode where I thought he was... Oh, parents never forget a foul up. I was like, that would have been so much better with the real F word. Like, (laughs) 
parents never forget a foul up. Yeah. Uh, when he was talking about how, you know, George is very worried about it. He was like, if I miss this, yeah. I'm going to hear about it for the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, that's like, right. He was like, I forgot my jacket on the bus when I was 12. And my mom <laughs> yesterday called me and said about the airplane, don't forget your jacket. Getting yeah, out of the airplane. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Which is true. But foul up. Anytime I hear foul up, I just think like that was cleaned up for TV. Mm-hmm, for sure. Because <laughs> no one says that. You fouled up. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you fouled up. You <laughs> yeah. fouled up. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's the episode. Uh, did we have a better description that you wanted to think of? What's the uh, what's the synopsis? Actual description was Jerry, Elaine, George, and Kramer lose their car in a mall parking garage. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, Man, we introduced this bit at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're all pretty. We've right had on. like six weeks now of like just good descriptions. Yeah, yeah. The other funny thing God. I want to mention about this episode is it was shot on their usual soundstage. This is not a parking garage. Oh, really? It was just shot from so many different angles, and they changed the signs huh. to make it look like different levels and stuff. So they just moved the apartment, moved the monks, co- moved that out of the soundstage, and moved all moved this big set in and just use it. And here's a funny thing too. They used mirrors to make it look bigger. Oh my god! Just like Jerry was making fun of at the end of the dog. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I know. Isn't that isn't that funny? That's incredible. Um, so yeah. this place was probably really tiny that they were shooting. Yeah, on. yeah, probably. Yeah. And they just turned the camera around, and now it's a different. <laughs> now it's a different uh, place. Yeah. God. So, uh, and I also want to mention the actress who played Michelle, Cynthia Edin- Edinger or Edinger. Depending on how you want to read that G, um, people might recognize her if you were fans of HBO's Carnival, which I was not. I never saw but, it. But and did you ever watch Smallville? No. Okay, she was the original Martha Kent too in oh, the pilot, okay. but they recast they it after. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so people might recognize if you recognize Mich- uh, Cynthia Edinger, that's where she came from. Uh, and I thought the um, might have to look this up for next week. I thought the uh, security guard looked familiar, but uh, that could just be. You know, looking for that yeah. these days. Like, See, oh, maybe that's... Yeah, I'm, I'm I, looking for these actors who have been in other stuff. I thought the guy who wouldn't get any satisfaction out of helping a stranger looked kind oh, of familiar. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll it, have to do an IMDb dive on those guys and see if, if they pop up anywhere. So I want to know if that... Patrick Swayze guy popped up anyway. Yeah. So what do we <laughs> got for our homework? Let, let's do that. Let's do like an IMDB dive of the okay. extras right. and like the mall cop in, and Michelle in this yeah. episode. And then what else? I think that might be it. Oh, it, it was, uh, is China still communist? Oh, yeah. yeah. Communist China. Red <laughs> China. Maybe I'll just Google red Chinese prison and see what pops yeah. up. And yeah. maybe there's a whole Wikipedia article for red Chinese prisons. All right. So that's our homework for next week. Um, I wanted to bring this up to you. Yeah. Uh, Grace had a listener question oh. for the podcast. Doesn't really pertain to Seinfeld oh, or anything it, at all. But it's her question? Yeah. Oh, okay. And she's like, hey, I have a question for your show. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll put it in. Uh, but she wanted to know, how long do you think it's going to be until coffee shops play podcasts instead of like Ingrid Michaelson wow. or like indie stuff like that? Probably never, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't really see like walking into a coffee shop and hearing, I'm Jad Amabrod and I'm, and I'm what, whatever his co host is. I don't know who it is. Uh, and I'm Bob, not Bob Garfield. He's the other NPR show. <laughs> uh, but I'm Jad Amabrod. This is Radio Lab. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. I'm not familiar with Radio Lab, but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, you in 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 a restaurant setting, you want something you can ignore. So they would already be playing <laughs> talk radio if that was a, yeah. a thing. Yeah, that's true. I guess. But the only talk radio that 
has survived is Rush Limbaugh yeah, and Glenn right Beck. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's true. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, I can't think of it. Or, like, guy-oriented talk radio, I think, is even gone. You know, like, the ones that weren't political but were just for yeah. dude men. Just have yeah. an endless loop of the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't see that happening, but it'll be interesting, and we're all for it. If you want to license uh, No Hugging, No Learning for public use. Get at us, Starbucks. We have, we have very affordable plans for corporate for corporate accounts so uh let us know uh next episode oh speaking of which it's the cafe it must be about a cafe oh okay yeah oh you didn't know that i i mean i know the episode's called the cafe oh, oh okay well we were just talking about cafes oh yeah i <laughs> don't I, okay yeah i could not draw that connection <laughs> we were literally just talking about it. i was like what, I know. what a coincidence the cafe <laughs> I, I thought you were like getting it like, oh yeah, this is a really good episode. Not that we were <laughs> yeah. just talking about a cafe. We we're just literally two seconds ago. And the next episode is called <laughs> The Cafe. It's season three, episode seven. It aired November 6th, 1991. <laughs> if you're looking at the TV guide that night, you're gonna see Jerry tries to Jerry blah, blah, Damn it. <laughs> Jerry tries to help the owner of a deserted neighborhood cafe. Uh, this is a good episode though. Is this it? this is one of those where I'm like, wow, I thought this was much later. In the series, you know, but by, and by the way, speaking of uh, uh, just one more thing about the parking garage and it being the other uh, big bottle episode of Seinfeld, I thought it was better than the Chinese restaurant. I did, too. I, I mean, they, they perfected yeah, the bottle absolutely. episode with this. And I think you can count it as a bottle episode. Don't you think so? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah because I mean, even the mall cop station yeah. is in the mall. It, it could be like attached to the parking garage. Yeah. We don't know. But it's still at that same spot. I would say it's probably in the park. Yeah, yeah, it's not he's, like, it's he's not the like they took garage. him downtown. Yeah. yeah, he's the parking garage cop. He said, I'm in charge of the cleanliness of the parking garage. So I think that is in the parking garage. Yeah. And it's like Elaine going into the dining room of the Chinese restaurant. Exactly. You know, we didn't go anywhere else but the parking garage this whole time. Yeah, so. it's not like that's uh, not a bottle episode because Elaine went to the next room. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So I, I thought it was, I think it's better than the Chinese episode if we're ranking those those episodes right now. Yeah. So is that it? I think that's it. Oh, what's the description? Oh, you already mentioned the cafe. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and we'll talk about it next week. For No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. Be good.